welcome to the Trailer Talks podcast. My name's Jen, and I'll be your host. This podcast is all about life, community, our daily highs and lows, all sprinkled with truth and a little encouragement. Each week, we'll dive into the things we encounter while navigating life, building community, and ideally fostering a space where you feel welcome and like you aren't the only one walking this journey. Sometimes we just need to hear from someone else that they get it or that they've experienced something similar in life. So welcome, friends. Can't wait to share this leg of the journey with you. Hey, hey. So before we jump into today's talk, I just wanted to say that um, this isn't this episode isn't a one and done. This episode is kind of a me opening the door to more conversations, more exploring and understanding on this journey that I'm on. And so if this episode feels kind of unfinished, maybe, or just like there's some things left that you'd love to know about, or I don't know, just any variety of things, please know that this is just the beginning. And there's going to be a a number of talks to come after this. This was just what was on my heart and what I felt like I needed to share right now. And so with that being said, I have been holding back, holding back a pretty big part of who I am. I would say the most important part of who I am. And I've been holding back due to fear, fear of judgment, fear of loss, fear of reprisal. And all of this has left me wondering why I'm afraid. I've tried to think of where this fear comes from and why it's taken up residence in my mind and in my heart. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized it's somewhat based on what I've seen, experienced, and learned. I've wanted this podcast to be an honest and real look into my life my life and the journey that life takes us on, and yet I'm holding back. So by definition, I'm not being honest. So my fear is in saying that I'm a Christian. And that might seem weird to you, right? Like, why would she be afraid of saying she's a Christian? We live in a free country with free speech, etc. And while that's true, and I'm not necessarily afraid of, say, government reprisals or being stoned to death, I am afraid of what people think. I'm afraid of losing people in my life. I'm afraid of people's opinions. And here's a little bit as to why. So historically speaking, some Christians have done a pretty poor job at representing who Christ is. Some of us have painted him as a white, blue-eyed man who passes judgment at a whim and who's just sitting and waiting for us to come to him in shame and admit our mistakes, get forgiveness, and move on. We've really neglected the relationship. We haven't taken time to get to know him. We've just taken what others have told us and assumed that's who he is. How can we possibly represent someone when we don't even know them? It's kind of like broken telephone in my mind. The message rarely, if ever, ends in the same way it began, right? We all think we hear something or we mishear or we think we understand something a certain way. And all of that filters what we hear and in turn becomes what we believe to be true about the original message. And if we could just go back to the person who started with the message and get clarification, if we could ask just to understand what's being said, then we can better understand the original message and we can best represent that message and the intent behind it. So how can we represent God when we don't take time to know him? I know for myself, I've been representing the God that's been taught to me. I haven't taken time to invest in my relationship with him. The other thing is that some Christians have told people that God cannot love them the way they are, and we don't understand why people don't want to get to know him. We've with one breath told people that Jesus loves them, and with the next breath we've laid out all of the reasons why they're not quite cutting it. Jesus came to love and to unite us all, and some Christians have taken this message 
and turned it into a platform to yell and judge one another, Christian or otherwise. And some Christians have done things in God's name that have been exceptionally hurtful and divisive. And some of you may have been on the receiving end of some of that hurt that came from a Christian or from someone representing the church. So can I just take the time to say, I'm sorry? I'm so sorry that you've been hurt and that someone misrepresented who God is. Now, I'm in no way making excuses for the hurt you've experienced, but I know that we're human beings and as such, we make mistakes and we do stupid things sometimes. We say hurtful things sometimes. But again, I am so sorry for your hurt and the pain you've experienced. I can't change it. I can't take it away, but I can learn from it. I can learn from your experience and your pain and I can be better. I can use the stories I've heard to try and ensure that I don't misrepresent who Christ is. Now, with that being said, I am far from perfect. And so I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I'm going to screw up, but I will not hesitate to recognize and apologize when I do. I'm learning and growing and will continue to do so. And I'm so grateful for the people in my life who help me be better and who love me through this journey. I also just wanted to say, too, that there's actually a good number of Christians out there who are doing their best to love well and to really understand what it means to show Christ to people through their words and their actions. And they are part of what spurs me on to be better and to do better and to do my part to really know and understand who God is so I can represent him well. And as with all things in life that involve people, we are bound to have our ups and downs. But if we're working on our relationships and working on learning and growing, we ideally are going to come out of it better. With that being said, I think the most important thing we've been missing on that journey is relationship. I don't know about you, but when someone who I don't really know comes and talks to me about something in my life and tries to help by pointing out my flaws or my failures, it rarely goes well. I get defensive and I try to understand like, why they think they have the right to speak to me that way. They don't know me. Why do we think we have the right or the authority to speak into someone's life when we have no place in their life? When someone hasn't taken the time to get to know you and to know your life, it feels very bizarre when they think they get to speak into your life at all. The irony in all this is God is all about relationships. He designed them. He values them. And yet sometimes we just cannot get them right. And some Christians have also, historically speaking, taken the Bible and the things that the Bible says and tried to forcefully apply it to the lives of those who don't have a relationship with God, who don't ascribe to the things that a Christian might. It doesn't work. So there's a singer, songwriter named Toby Mac, who released a song called I'm Sorry. I don't know if it's a recent release or I've just kind of stumbled upon it, but it just feels really timely that I found it. I feel like it captures so much of how I feel. I'm not going to recite the whole thing, but I'll just read a few stanzas just because, again, I feel like these words just resonate and make so much sense. We've killed and destroyed, stolen and blamed, all in your name. You told us to give, told us to love, but we chose to take. We say that we're one, but we're broken up by anything that can divide. Our color of skin, the clothes that we're in, that valley's deep and wide. We overlook the broken, the homeless, and discard the poor while we celebrate the rich and beautiful with a wide open door. I'm sorry we're nothing like you. You chose to bear a cross. We choose to give you parts of us and rarely the parts that cost. If we took the time to really understand, I mean really understand who Jesus came to spend time with, who he stayed with, the way he went against the norms of the day, the way he went against society's standards to live in a way that showed people that they were loved and valued 
to show people that no matter what their life looked like, no matter where life took them, he loves them. I will never understand why this can be so hard for us to get. It's not hard. Love God and love people. So one such relationship that I walked through, um, just trying to love people and and I kind of learned a lot from is with an amazing friend who she herself grew up in the church. Her father was a speaker at our church occasionally. And for all intents and purposes, they were a textbook church family. So my friend in her teens had realized she was attracted to people. So not gender, but people. And in her early 20s, she started dating a woman. And that relationship brought about some pretty hard conversations with the people in her life, myself included. Some key people in her life, her Christian family, as well as very important and close people stepped back and said they couldn't be a part of her life if she was with a woman. So at this point, she wasn't really in touch with a lot of people from church, but the ones who she still was connected with, they stepped back as well. Um, And I should say it wasn't her entire family, but it was definitely the Christian members of her family stepped back. And I just remember chatting with her and she asked me to meet her girlfriend. And so I said, yes. But if I'm honest, I was nervous because I was raised that as a Christian, we cannot in good conscience support homosexual relationships. And yet here I was going to my friend's house to meet her girlfriend. We had this lovely dinner and I got to know her girlfriend and her girlfriend peppered me with questions because I'm a Christian and most Christians are super judgmental about their relationship and are quick to give their opinion. So I remember that night feeling attacked and not attacked because she was attacking me, but because there was a lot of questions and I was super, super overwhelmed. I remember crying on my drive home, partly because I felt like I didn't represent myself and my faith well, and partly because I felt like I got a small taste of what they must feel like when they're questioned about their relationship and it sucked. So fast forward a number of months, and I was going out for dinner with this friend. We had a great meal. We were out in the parking lot after chatting. And during our conversation, she started to cry. And I remember asking her, like, what's wrong? Because her tears felt like they came out of nowhere. And then she said, well, we can't be friends anymore. So I immediately asked her if she was dying, because that was the only reason I could think of as to why we wouldn't be friends. And she said, no, she was engaged to her girlfriend. And she knew that because I'm a Christian, that would mean I couldn't support her or be a part of her life. She then asked me to go to her wedding. And I said I couldn't because it meant I would be supporting same-sex marriage. So at this point, my friend asked me, how can we be friends if I couldn't support her in the things that matter the most in her life? And I think that night I tried to explain how I could still love her and support her and not go to her wedding. Needless to say, I've done some praying and some searching and some learning. My thoughts on this have changed, uh, but that's definitely a topic for another podcast. So at this point, I just remember being stunned. And I remember asking her, like, are you asking my permission to marry your girlfriend? She, of course, laughed and said no. So I said, what are you saying then? And she said, I guess I'm just asking you to be my friend. And I, without hesitation, said, I can do that. I want to do that. Why would you marrying a woman change our friendship just because I'm a Christian? That was when I fully realized the pain that some Christians in her life had caused her. The way they had represented Jesus to her was that he, and subsequently all of the Christians in her life, would step away. How messed up is that? We both started crying and hugged, and I told her that no matter who she married, I was in. 
I was her friend and I'm here for her. So we have had many conversations since then about God and church and religion. Most of these conversations we have differing opinions on, but they are amazing conversations. And our approach isn't to like change each other's mind or to prove ourselves right. It's really just to be heard and to have the opportunity to speak our hearts and to express why we believe what we believe. I absolutely love chatting with this friend. She is one of my favorite people in the entire world. So as a Christian, I fully believe that I have the privilege of showing the world who God is. I get to do that through my actions and my words. And I get to do that with the way I love on people. Now, unfortunately, some Christians have taken it upon themselves to show people the error of their ways, to point out the flaws and the sins, and then repeatedly tell them that the only way to fix that is to come to Christ. Can we just admit that that is so confusing for people who have no idea what that means? Or if we're honest, they kind of just don't care. We've forgotten what it means to build a relationship with people to just get to know them, to do life with them. It's when we're in relationship with people that we've built the trust to have, you know, deep conversations, to have conversations where maybe we disagree on things, but we have the ability to share our opinion and our thoughts and our values. So I feel so strongly about my relationship with God and what he's calling me to do. And really what that is, is to simply love him and love others. That's the long and short of it. Again, I said earlier, I'm not perfect, and so I get this wrong, but I know that the people in my life, the ones who know me best, who know my heart, and they know that I'm trying, I'm learning how to love well and how to love unconditionally, and when I best represent what God means to me, I do it in a way that people can see him in me. I don't have to explain it. I have to say, some of the sweetest words spoken to me are when somebody has said, There's just something different about you. There's this like kindness about you or there's this lightness or, you know, something. And I have to say that difference is God in me. That kindness is just me trying to, trying my best to love well, to take care of the people in my circle and to show people that they are so, so incredibly loved. So instead of being afraid to say I'm a Christian, I'm going to continue to learn about God and what my relationship with him looks like. I'm going to do my best to do as he asked, and I'm going to love God and love others. I'm going to continue to live out loud, not with my words necessarily, but with my actions. I'm going to strive to love well, to love fully and unconditionally. It's not easy, but I'm going to try. So all told, I have come to realize that I can either be honest about God or dishonest about every other aspect of my life. So here's to being honest to learning and growing, and above all else, loving people well.